Hi, I'm Cindy, and this is Let's Hear the Word with Cindy. Can we see hope? We are really blessed to have the Bible because it never gets old or loses its power. We will continue our reading in the book of Ephesians. Paul is still talking about God's plan. This is another letter that is addressing the mysteries of Christ and the dimensions of God's love. He alludes to those who speak about God's plan. But what is God's plan? And how do we get in on the plan? What must we do? It's important to note the historical setting in Paul's time. The Jews often prayed standing. They never changed that position unless it was an extraordinary circumstance. And we will see in the book of Ephesians how Paul prayed. Paul prays that God gives faith through really knowing Jesus Christ. God's spirit resides within us by knowing Jesus Christ. And why would having the level of faith that Paul prayed, why would having that level be so important? One of the reasons is because when we get into trouble, we won't lose our footing on anything that goes against God. Paul prayed that the level of faith that we have would be so secure that we would know God on an intimate level, that we would know Jesus Instinctly, we find that God's plan is to do his will. According to Jeremiah 29, 11, it is for us to prosper. It is for us to have hope. If God's plan is to give us hope, can we see hope? That was the question I asked. And if we think about hopelessness, It is impossible to easily dig us out of hopelessness. It would take a spiritual, divine intervention to do that. And this is what Christ can do for us. According to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, God's plan is also for us to have a future. And a future is joy and abundance prosperity. It's not hopelessness. The dimensions of God is the truth of God. According to John 3.16, it's a worldwide event that whoever believes on Jesus Christ shall never perish. And you can live an unfulfilled life if you are hopeless. So it's good to stay anchored into the secret plans of God. Paul asked God to strengthen the people by his spirit. And he knew that because when we are up against dark forces, regardless if it's inside of us or outside of us, we will be in a better position to defend ourselves, to have divine intervention, to be protected by God. Ephesians 3. This is why I, Paul, am in jail for Christ, having taken up the cause of you outsiders, so-called. 
I take it that you're familiar with the part I was given in God's plan for including everybody. I got the inside story on this from God himself, as I just wrote you and breathed. As you read over what I have written to you, you'll be able to see for yourselves into the mystery of Christ. None of our ancestors understood this. Only in our time has it been made clear by God's Spirit through his holy apostles, prophets of this new order. The mystery is that people who have never heard of God and those who have heard of him all their lives, what I've called outsiders and insiders, they stand on the same ground before God. They get the same offer, same help, same promises in Jesus Christ. The message is accessible and welcoming to everyone across the board. This is my life work, helping people understand and respond to this message. It came as a sheer gift to me, a real surprise, God handling all the details. When it came to presenting the message to people who had no background in God's way, I was the least qualified of any of the available Christians. God saw to it that I was equipped, but you can be sure that it had nothing to do with my natural abilities. And so here I am, preaching and writing about the things that are way over my head, the inexhaustible riches and generosity of Christ. My task is to bring out in the open and make plain what God, who created all this in the first place, has been doing in secret, behind the scenes all along. Through followers of Jesus, like yourselves, gathered in churches, this extraordinary plan of God is becoming known and talked about even among angels. All this is proceeding along lines planned all along by God and then executed in Jesus Christ. When we trust in him, we're free to say whatever needs to be said, bold to go wherever we need to go. So don't let my present trouble on your behalf get you down. Be proud. My response is to get down on my knees before the Father. This magnificent Father who parcels out all heaven and earth, I ask him to strengthen you by his spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. And I ask him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all followers of Jesus, the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breath, test its length, plumb the depths, rise to the heights, live full lives, full in the fullness of God. God can do anything. You know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Glory to God in the church. Glory to God in the Messiah and Jesus. Glory down all the generations. Glory through all millennia. Oh, yes. Thank you for listening today. And if you're looking for ways to increase your faith through Bible reading, prayer and study, click on the links in the description. There's some of the books that can help you on your journey in Christ. Be blessed.